Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before we can step foot on the boat, we put them into a 32-team bracket. We're doing our first boat super bracket, Nick. It's time. We looked at the year 2001, and we're going to figure out what the best movie was. Standard. We're going to do our 16-team bracket. Guys, this year is absolute insanity for movies. To pick 16 would have offended you, the audience, and us as as people trying to talk about it because we'd if we only limited to 16, we would be like, I mean, I don't even know. Rush Hour 2 is not even in this bracket, so this whole thing's probably a bust. Yeah. This whole thing, if we're not going to talk, if we're not going to include Rush, because when we try to get it to 16, I'll tell you right now, Rush Hour 2, not a part of the original 16, and that in and of itself was a sin, and we uh, we repent that. <laughs> and that really cracked open like we – we got to do 32. We know that this is the first time for us. We've never 32. We, It's big. It's, it's big. So y'all. Big. It's going to take about a month to get through this. Yeah. So I hope you're ready. Like, yeah. It's going to take about a month to get through. And if there's still movies on this that people are going to be upset about. Where right. saves the last dance? Where saves the last dance, Nick? Where, don't fuck you. Don't you dare do <laughs> where save the last dance. Cause Joe dirt is here. No Amelie on this list. Where's Amelie at? Why are you doing this? These are all <laughs> things you took off, and now you're making me look like the asshole. Because <laughs> I make the list. How dare you? This is a betray. What is this? We're going to start <laughs> off Series 5 on just the, like, backstabbing within the first minute? Like, hey, just let's, uh, turn over a new leaf. Each series is a different energy I'm bringing to the table. This one is betrayal. All, all backstabbing. Everything isn't my fault, and that's why. <laughs> oh, man. All right, folks. Well, here we are in... What would still be Group A? This is mm-hmm. the the first eight that will make up Group A. We have, and once again, I cannot stress enough. We do make the list here, and then we send it to our bracketologist. They send it back to us for seating, so we do not make up the seating, and that's so important because for all of you OG motorboaters, you're gonna think I did this, but I didn't. This was this was the gods who determined the number one seed is the Fast and the Furious. The first Fast and the Furious, <laughs> number one for the for the number one Fast and the Furious. It's Chef's Kiss, Chef Kiss of the Bracketologist. They knew who they're making the brackets for. Going up against the thirty-two seed, A Knight's Tale, and then we have a sixteen seed Ali going up against the seventeen seed Donnie Darko, and then we have the eight seed Shallow Hal going up against the twenty-five seed Mulholland Drive. Then we have the nine seed Spirited Away going up against the twenty-four seed Monsters Ball. All of these movies, once again, folks, 2001. That's insane. These are these are Oscar-winning films. These are performances that got Oscars for people. This is also The Fast and the Furious is here. <laughs> also The Fast and the Furious, is which here. defined, let's just start there, which defined a generation, I would say, arguably, right? I mean, we, yeah, I mean. At I, least 80% of Nick's personality is Fast and the Furious. If you're ever at a bar with him, he will bring up Fast and the Furious. People now text me when their places where the Fast and the Furious is like just on. They're like, yeah, I'm at this bar and like Fast and Furious is on TBS. And I'm just like, I always wonder if it's supposed to be like a siren call. Like, <laughs> hey, man, um, I, I haven't seen you in a minute, but there's Fast and Furious on at this bar. If maybe you'd come out of your hole and come <laughs> hang out for a little bit. Maybe Are, I think it's probably like, hey, I'm at this bar. Fast and the Furious is on. Are you here? Yeah. <laughs> Did you- did you turn it on? <laughs> Did you bring your copy of Fast and the Furious? And be like, you got a DVD player? You can pop this in, get it on the TVs. I know, I know it's the college football championship game, but have you seen the director's cut for Fast Nine? It's 
it's Exquisite. cinematic masterpiece. It's changed everything. Going up against Knight's Tale. So Knight's Tale, I I love this film, dude. Heath Ledger's great in it. Soundtrack rips. I think what's what's always amazing is like 2001. Once again, going back to like, because like I also want to be true to like where I was at too at that time. Like I was 11 years old. You've got a movie about knights and like medieval dude uh, yeah. 11 year old nick the fact it was like i wouldn't even said i was like a fast cars boy like i think fast and i'm still to this day very much not i'm more of a sweaty men boy to this to this day <laughs> when it comes to this series but like knight's tale was one of those things where you were just like wait it's about what now and there it yeah that's that's everything i'm interested in yeah please can we i want to become who I don't think I think a knight is one of those jobs or like professions that if you were actually there was like not as glamorized as what we think. Oh, yeah. It be. And probably sucked a little bit. But here's the deal. All this stuff about having to be born into knights and all that stuff. I feel like if I lived back in the day, I could have faked it. It doesn't seem that hard to fake. If Heath Ledger and Alan Tudyk can do it, then I can do it. I'm saying, you know, what, what part are your fake? Like you're saying the idea that you, cause he faked his Royal lineage to become a knight. He wasn't right. a real knight. Yes. I'm just saying like, I don't understand why everybody wasn't doing that. Right. Just it does right off like, into the woods, right off into the woods, our walk, whatever, go into the woods, go, go to a different town three months later. There's no, what are they going to do? Amber alert at your ass. They don't yeah. know. <laughs> Double check. Like, yeah, they don't know you, they don't know if you look like anyone or like from another town over, they don't know. They barely know that there's another town over. The only reason they know yeah. is like, we might have to fight them. And then I roll in. I'm Lord Cody of Cranberry Sauce. I got jumped. They took my horse and my stuff. I need I need new armor and a new horse. Give it to me because I got to get revenge. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, revenge. You're a knight. That makes sense. And they'll just give it to you. And then you go to a different town. And then you be assume the life of Lord Cranberry. Done. I mean, I do think they're going to want you to prove like a little bit, you know, I think. No, that's... Rob can't do it. They're dumb, Nick. I they do... don't want to read either. So I can just scribble some stuff on a piece of paper. I think Knight's Tale does talk about something that we're dealing with now, which is like Nepo babies. It's a very dumb idea. Like, oh, my dad was a knight. So like, I'll just become a knight. The amount of like training and skills, like your dad worked hard to become one. That doesn't mean that you just are because that's part of your family lineage. Like. It's a very dumb system to entrust the defense of your king. If you're the king, mm -hmm. I would like be like, no, no, no. I want all the strong boys. There's not a guarantee that just because you're born from a knight, you're a strong boy. Doug, <laughs> people out here taking over major investment companies because my dad started it. Yeah. It's crazy. And on you're like, streets. wait, why wouldn't you go with like the smartest person? Nah, man, there's something in my blood. Well, if they went with the smartest person, they'd end up with Fast and the Furious. Because well, these people started at the bottom, now they're in space. Now they're in. There's something to be said about that. There's no Knight's Tale, like, nine. No, Knight's nine. No. Well, part of that's kind of an unfortunate passing of one of them. Well, no, then again, that, Fast didn't, and Furious. Didn't stop Fast and Furious. You're right. That was, not, that was nowhere near a reason to quit the franchise for them. So they didn't even, they didn't even bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> He's still around. He's still, yeah, they're like, ah, pass. Like, that would be like if the, if the Batman movies just kept being like, yeah, Joker's here somewhere doing Joker stuff. And you're like, so you're just <laughs> never going to show 
like the biggest character that you've created. They occasionally just show a pile of money on fire and they're like, oh, oh, oh he did that. Oh, like a card is always at every crime scene. Like, but we're never so you're, but we're never gonna catch him then. Like, just as a way to be like, he's still around. Batman gets a wistful tear in his eye, though, just the same way Vin Diesel does every time they talk about Paul Walker in the movie. <laughs> they they always have to like give some reverence to the like the fact that Batman is dead. So the lines are always so weird. But they just I, can't say it. Yeah, I dude, I, I know you, we're getting I'm locking in Night's Tale. I'd rather watch a Night's Tale than Fast and the Furious. I know you got it. Your your brand cannot take a hit to not locking in Fast and the Furious. No, I mean, no. There's not a world where a I'm actually incredibly offended right now. You know, Cody, this is the best film of 2001, and I think one of the things you know, once again, we make up all the criteria here, so there's nothing that we have to follow. But mm-hmm. I feel like maybe thinking about the impact this movie had beyond 2001 is something to consider. Oh, absolutely. There's a bunch of Fast and the Furious. I get it. That's pretty big. That's like, A Knight's Tale was like a fun, it's not even, Fast and the Furious is the best performance from every one of those actors. (laughs) It only got Every, Every actor that is in that movie does not have a better performance than that. Knight's Tale isn't even a top five Heath Ledger. Like, it's and, good. Uh, it's fine. Did now is it kind of random chance that Fast and Furious got so big? Yeah, it's kind of silly. But there was I, okay, something I here. I think I'm gonna go with Fast and the Furious for the sole fact that The Rock does eventually make an appearance. If they do Knight's Tale two with the or three or whatever with The Rock, then we'll have to relitigate. I do. I actually think I thought there was like a Knight's Tale two, like a like a really bad like they should not have done it, but they did anyway. Night's Tale 2, The Gorgeous Ladies of Jousting. Is this... What? I don't think this is real. <laughs> I think this feels this feels like we're about to... I'm about to end up on some, like, a porn site. And <laughs> if you want... I get it. If you want to go... If you want to start off this with the with the American Board of 2004, we can. But this... No, I think you're right. I think Fast and Furious's brand exceeded that of Night's Tale. But I want it on record, on wax, that I would rather watch a Night's Tale. That's fine. Go watch it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> do whatever you want to do. This is, but the thank you for for having a little bit of respect and integrity and in, and in for this bracket. So yeah. next up, we have the 16 seed Ollie going up against the 17 seed Donnie Darko. I so I hate Donnie Darko. I'll say it. It's it's one of those films where it just feels like it's an excuse to for people to like believe in uh like dumb stupid philosophy. That's like, <laughs> like, it's like philosophy 101, but then never taken to like any other logical extent. It's just like, like, it feels like the director or the right screenplay writer went to one class in college and was like, I got a movie idea now and then left. <laughs> it's like he stepped in a puddle and he's like, wow, my shoes wet. That must have been deep. It's not. It's not deep. Dog, no, it's movie is not, uh, doesn't have a lot going for it. Would this movie have succeeded without a hot topic? Oh, I mean, you think it's hot topic culture, like defined. This is, yeah, a hundred percent. It's that movie where, like, having been a hot topic kid, but mostly on the music side, not necessarily the culture side. Like, I just remember going in there and seeing like so much of like Nightmare Before Christmas, Donnie Darko, and being like, oh, am I supposed to know Edward Scissorhands? And being like, am I supposed to know these movies? Like, am I am I not? What am I? And then every time I've watched one of those movies, every single time I'm just like, oh, this is like a bad movie to make your personality. Like this is not what of the movies that we could be making our personality. Ali <laughs> is a better movie to make your personality. Ali, fucking great champion. 
Yes, right? an inspiring right. film. This like was inspiring one of those films, film. though, where they were going for like Oscars and this the, all the awards. This, this is the Academy. Yeah, they were shooting for it. I mean, it's definitely not like the first biopic. I mean, we've been making biographies of people, but it does feel like starting to understand that this is the formula. Like that, oh, if we do a historical thing on a person, whoever is playing that character is going to have the best shot. And this was our chance to give Will Smith an Oscar. Like, um, Did he get it? I don't know. That's an insane thing, though, to think of like the trajectory of Will Smith is that at some point, like 94, 95, right? He's making Fresh Prince. And then in just five years, at one point, he's like, I think I'm good enough that I deserve an Oscar. (laughs) That... It's wild that anyone would watch Fresh Prince and think we got to get this. This is this is the man for the future. Yeah, of film. we got to also we got to think about the fact that last year he slapped the shit out of Chris Rock and Chris Rock is so lucky he didn't punch him. This was Muhammad Ali. He he actually he is a train. Like, I mean, like, that's one of those things where it's like you like, you know, you see, I remember. I mean, this is the thing that's also crazy about this whole bracket that we're talking about, too, is like how many of these movies I've seen. You saw all the movies like that was just like a part of life back then. Was there wasn't, there was just not as much, there just clearly wasn't as much stuff. So you did just like watch these things and you knew about them. So like, I remember so many of like the behind the scenes on Ali and it's like, yeah, Will Smith's a boxer, dude. Like he for sure could have put them hands. Like this, thank God his training did not kick in that it's been 21 years. I'll just throw this slap out. I'll just hit him with one of these. Also, while that we were 11 when all these movies came out, we still like, why am I, why do I know Ali as an 11 year old? Right. It doesn't make any sense. What am I doing? Donnie Darko. I, 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 no one's out here watching Ali anymore. I don't think it was highly reviewed. Like, it was like good. I mean, ratings. it's it got, fine. it got the, you know, it definitely got him. Like it got him an Oscar, Oscar nom, like stuff, but I'm saying like, I don't think it has lasted with an enduring legacy. And I, and I think Donnie Darko has, but not because it was good. You know, I think it's a movie we still use to make fun of people. I just, it feels like a movie. Yeah. That's that like you give to someone to just like, I feel like it's a good way to keep like a 14 year old busy. Yeah. I think it's a good way to enter when 13 and 14 year olds start having their first big thoughts and feelings like profound ones. This is a movie to give them so they can try like, Hey, try to think about this. Once you get this, we'll give you something actually good, you know? Or, or like, and like, see if they, if they get too down, it's kind of like the matrix too, right? Like it's a movie where it's fun, it's light, but don't take the metaphors to, to like their, their extremes, right? Like if you, if you're someone who wants to use terms like red pill or get it, I'm in the matrix. You're like, oh, well, no, now you've taken it too far. And now, now I have to, now we got to move you over here. Like Donnie Darko is a great, a great first chance to catch someone ahead of their, ahead of themselves. Hey, what'd you think of that movie? Oh man, I thought it was super deep. No, it's not. Try again. Go cool. back and yeah, watch yeah. it. No, no, I'm taking away Fight Club. Can't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, good. So I know which movies to make sure you don't I, get because you are going. I think I'm going to lock in Donnie Darko actually because we're talking about the best movie of 2001, but we're talking about it in 2023. So yeah, I mean, I guess that's my when question. When the I last mean, we, time we you talked probably, about Ali? You know, I guess we should definitely talk about these. Like, how much of it does it matter what it was then? Versus what it is now. Yeah, I think Ali definitely would have been the best, better movie in 2001. Yeah. But now it has no remaining cultural footprint that I can feel ever. Yeah, I, outside of it probably being like our most definitive, like Rocky movie, or like not Rocky, but like Ali movie where like we didn't feel like we needed to make another one. We're like, hey, we did good there. 
that that we'll call yeah. that the story the life story of Muhammad Ali. Like that that sounds fine. So yeah, I'm locking in Donnie Darko, dude. You do you. I think I gotta agree with you here. I think Donnie's gotta it's for what and I think you know the way that this episode will work is we'll have a little bit of time afterwards. I'm gonna I'm not gonna watch it again. Holy shit, Seth Rogen is in Donnie. Yeah, what? I thought that too. Swayze? <laughs> the sp- Dude, this is why. Yeah, we gotta we gotta take a minute to just kind of do. I don't want to say all of our research because, like we said, we we do our research at the end of the. We don't do our research until we get to the final four, but we're gonna have some time here, and I'm gonna have to reevaluate this. All yeah, right, so next Donnie up, Darko. What are you voting for, Donnie Darko? Or Donnie Darko. Oh no, why? I I'm gonna go Donnie Darko as well. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, Donnie Darko. Moving on into the next round. So next up, we have the eight seed Shallow Howl. Going up against the 25 seed Mulholland Drive. Now, Cody, this is one of the movies, Mulholland Drive specifically, that I have not seen. So could you just give me just the briefest of summaries of what is this movie? I mean, it's Lynch, right? So it's all, nothing happens, but at the same time, a lot of stuff does if you read between the lines. I don't recall, remember very well. I know it's one of my wife's favorite movies because she's a lot smarter than I am and she appreciates these things. Do you think... Do you think your your wife saw this movie in 2001? I doubt it. She was 11 or 12. She would have been 11 or 12. This is a this is a rated R movie. Yes. Her parents are pretty firm believers in the rating system. Okay. So there so then so it would be later on. She was on not watching PG-13 movies until she was 13. Fair enough. So she so so yes, yeah, so this was something that would come later on. So that so she even has perspective. So for her to say it's like one of her favorite movies is much more about the perspective that she has on it than just like having caught it when she was young and being like, oh, it's such a it, cool movie. I, I'll say for the record, I don't think Shallow Hal's anyone's favorite movie. I don't think there's a single person on earth. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's good. But I'm saying if you, anyone on earth, Universal Pole, favorite film, it's never going to be Shallow Hal. And I if, don't think it's even going to come up. I, w- I want to meet the person. <laughs> like that's the problem is like, I want to meet the person who's like, honestly, I know it sounds weird to say, and like, obviously there's some problems with it, but Shallow Howl is a great movie. Like it's probably my favorite all time. Like I would need to then do a biography on that human. That I is would, the person we need to do. I time. would need to get to know every, here's, hey folks, want to know something that's weirdly, that's very depressing. Shallow Howl is a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Society was divided down the middle on the movie where the misogynistic shitty guy has his vision changed by Tony Robbins <laughs> so that way he can see women's inner beauty and not their outer beauty. And it's hilarious for like, and people are like, yeah, no, keep going. Great. Co- I, every step of the way, every step of the way for this movie, this only no, no, how Tony is- Robbins can man, Tony Robbins, man, he got in here and he was doing work. <laughs> He's still, it, like, that's the crazy thing. Is it like, I don't think, I don't think people after were like, fuck Tony Robbins can make you see people for who they for their true inner beauty but i like it definitely felt like legitimized him in a way that i wish we wouldn't have because he sucks really bad now and he's out here currently sucking and we can thank that on shallow hell i just want like this movie could only have been made like i think if they tried to pitch this one year later we would have been like oh no like you can't do that like that's (laughs) That's it's, really bad. Like it, it exists in this weird limbo where it can't exist while simultaneously it does. I do look, like that actually. Is I, that a pro? The part, I mean, I think the thing is like there's because it's supposed to be. I think it because we had, we wanted to believe that we were better than this because the idea is like, oh no, it's actually like a really beautiful story. Like think about it. He he learns that 
Like the joke is on him. He's the bad guy in this. Like he, we're all supposed to be like, he sucks. And it's good that he's now finally seeing women for who they really are. But the joke is never on him. It is always on these women. Cause then when you see them after, like without his vision and they like make them up. Joke. The joke is them. Yeah. So it's like, no, this was a terrible attempt at this idea. This was bad. <laughs> Very bad on you. And like, I don't, I doubt that there is any actor, like if they ever wanted to do like a, like one of those like oral history pieces, right? Like, and everyone talks about it. How did it get made? I don't think that there's a world where Jack Black, Gwyneth Paltrow, Jason Alexander, any of these actors actively ever want to try to talk about this film again. Yeah, there's no way that Jack Black probably doesn't even, he probably wiped this from his cultural memory. <laughs> yeah, he. it's one of those times where you hear about an actor being like, hey man, cocaine's expensive, okay? And at the place I was in my life, I needed money. This was a this was paying a lot of money. I, I was, was just drunk. starting to get starring films. This is my first chance. Yeah, I, I took w- what I could get. I was drunk on set most of the time. Yeah. Like I, I don't all recall Hole and Drive. It's it is. Uh, I guess it's Lynch's like greatest work according to a lot of people. So that's something. I'm more of a Twin Peaks guy myself. I was gonna say. I mean, Lynch has. I don't. I mean, greatest work. I mean, maybe it's like kind of the culmination of his powers. Like it's maybe like the more cohesive of the lynchian things that he he would go on to do yeah because it's almost like at some point maybe it was like that that good point of like intersection of like hollywood could kind of wrangle him just enough to be like hey to get a they finally got a plot out of this guy yeah (laughs) that they were like hey man what if we did one with just like a beginning middle and end and he's like we're not saying you need to write a script because we know how you feel about that but what about a outline yeah how about an outline (laughs) Can we just get like one of those? Just let's just try it, David. We'll give you all the money to make the movie, but just an outline. That's all we need. He's like, fine, I guess. I'm lucky to Mulholland Drive doing it. Uh, I, there's not a world. There's not a world where I, the only why is it on here, folks? Because it happened to us. <laughs> like we were all there. We all participated in Shallow Hal because also we all like Jack Black. He was Mr. Fucking School of Rock. You got to see what this guy's doing. Gwyneth Powell, like it has stars, you know? Star power is pretty legit, actually. Yeah. So it's like, we were there. Like, you need to remember it too. Some of these things are put here because you need to remember. We were all there. That was society at that time. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at yourself. As always, friendly competition, a mirror to society. All right. Next up, we have the nine seed spirited away going up against the 24 seed monsters ball now for those of you that don't monsters ball isn't ringing as much of a bell for you this is the movie where we somehow made it so that billy bob like that halle berry would become attracted to billy bob that's why i didn't like the movie i couldn't make that jump you know i couldn't get behind that character's driving motivation it's once again there were just some things we did and this is around the time where i think billy bob billy bob thorne at this point is dating angelina jolie or just stopped dating angelina jolie and like everyone was like, is Billy Bob Thornton hot? So then we all had to like have a moment <laughs> with that and like fight this thing where like for a while we're like, well, all right, well, let's see if he is. I don't know what what this is. Maybe one of the few signs of proof that the that the devil does make deals <laughs> that like the devil exists and he can cut a check and you can sell your soul and you can become because Billy Bob Thornton, fine actor. I have no fine actor. 
Yeah. Not a good looking guy. Not in the traditional Not, sense. And like charismatic, sure, but in that like oily way. Yeah, the way that you shouldn't feel comfortable around him. Right. He like, played bad a, Santa for a reason. Right. Like that's that's him at using all of his powers for good. But to be like, oh, Billy Bob Thor, you know how we all think he's hot and we all want to fuck him? Even Halle Berry. Even, and you're like, I don't. Can I raise my hand? I don't think so. Um, <laughs> what? But sure. And then I he mean, had like a her him and Angelina doing the blood around their necks and shit. It's like, what? Yeah. Kind of cabal. This, this is the Hollywood liberal elite stuff we need to be addressing. Yeah. Well, and also too, I think it is one of those where it's like, I mean, Halle Berry does get an acting nomination out of this and wins because they're like, hey, that is acting. You as Halle Berry <laughs> falling for and having like it's a I I do know I've seen this movie, the the um, there's a pretty aggressive sex scene in there between the two of them. And uh, it's like, hey, Halle Berry, here's, that's for you. Hey, that you get to have that now because you, you made you it that. believable. That's what acting is. It's making it believable that you want to hook up then, with Billy Bob. Spirit Away was like the first animated movie that was like argued about, should it be nominated for best film? This thing came out of nowhere at the time. I mean, there have, I, um, Snow White won best did it with best film i think it, i'm pretty confident snow white won best film when it came out yeah i'm fairly confident on that i could be wrong but i'm not, I'm well, not then look the first up. one in like 30 years yeah it's it, you're right i mean it is like it, it is that well i know i'm pretty sure lion king i'm saying a it's it's also those are all disney right this is the first kind of foreign film that we're looking at to be this thing for like to that got people excited about a, a a much different form of storytelling using animation, right? Yeah. It's not all it's not all Disney princesses and talking animals, right? Like this is like, hey man, here's an actual beautiful story, and we can only tell it through animation, right? Like, does that make sense? Like, there's I get what you're saying, like that it's an important animated film. Like, I don't want to take away from that. It is. I think it's also like a gateway drug to anime, which is huge now in 2023. In a way that Monsters Ball is not. Monsters Ball, no one's standing that film out here anymore. No. We've fallen off the train. Oh, yeah. I no. watched Spirited Away last year. Right. Well, I mean, it has, it's one of those things too, where even if you're someone who doesn't keep up as much with like anime or that, like this is, there's imagery from this that you're like, oh, I 100% have at least seen stuff about this movie whether or not I know that I have, you know, exactly. And the way that it's like referenced, you know, I, yeah, to me, it's spirited away. I, I, yeah, I don't think there's much of an argument on this one. This one, this one, you got to give to, you got to give it up to spirited away. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's one of like the most important animated movies of all time. Also, I didn't realize it was two hours long. It does not, a, it doesn't feel like two hours, but also that's like, it's a lot of animation. <laughs> like it's, it's hand drawn too, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a hand. Oh yeah. This yeah, is all, yeah, nuts, this man. is, so good dog we we didn't have computers yet Pokemon you, was, i don't know i think toy story also came out like the year before yeah, it did so shrek came out this year oh yeah <laughs> idiot <laughs> all right that's it for this round we got this figured out we got spirited away moho and drive donnie darko fast and the furious moving on to the tournament proper we'll make up the what will feel more like a group a so thank you all folks for listening to this episode of friendly competition if you want to know about your boys a few things that you can do as always share with a friend tell a friend wherever you're listening to this make sure that you are subscribing so that we show up right up in that feed rate and review that's the other most incredible thing that you could do for us give us those five stars please yes follow 
follow us on all of our social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's also in the show notes. You can just click down there. I never say that, but it's down there. Email us at friendlycoveragepodcast at gmail.com. If you have an idea for a season you'd like to see us do, send it to friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com. I already did that. I don't, didn't sound like it. Yeah, dude. I just switched it up. I'm on them. I'm on the ones and twos over here. I got to keep it fresh, you know? As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro music. You want to hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard and replace the vowels with sixes. That is going to be it for us, folks. We got uh, Group B, the preliminary for Group B, coming up on Wednesday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat. <laughs> <laughs>